we see a man standing at the edge of a pier, looking out at waves tossed by the wind. The sky is gray, and sea spray lashes at his face, but he steals his eyes and clenches his jaw just a little bit, our view zooming in on his eyes. They remain fixed, his gaze enduring southward. We zoom out, and above all this we see nothing in the distance but dark clouds. We hear the rumble of distant thunder. Darkness. Welcome back, folks, to Strangers Rolling Dice. This is your Dungeon Master, Ben, speaking. And I just wanted to take a moment before today's episode starts. First of all, to thank each and every one of you for listening, for liking, subscribing, sharing. Second of all, I want to give you a little bit of some background on this adventure and the ones to come. Don't worry. Our main storyline with Bart, Crow, Karzalek, and Trees is going to continue on into the future. But just like we augmented the story with our foray into the haunted house with Molly, Awa, Shiv, and Larry, just like we went and explored Candlekeep and the Gripley Village during the Book of Cylinders, we're going to start something new again today. In time, you'll see. So let's begin again, where adventures start. In a tavern. The clattering of ceramic dishware fades up, and we see a tavern conducting daytime service. Your table is by the window, facing a bridge across the water, laden with ramshackle structures. You look up as someone approaches your table, expecting a barmaid, but instead there's an orc standing over you. Equal parts tall, lanky, and awkward, this orc is dressed as a butler and notably has a single tusk that juts out from his lower jaw. It's interesting the way his warty skin contrasts with his fine, neat clothing. Uh, good, good afternoon, gentlemen. I am Vertheg. My employer has requested that I buy each of you a drink and buy one for myself, then consume those drinks, make a joke, and then promptly escort you to his home for the full information on the task you will complete for him. 
you are Orion, Kurzweil, and it says, um, Screet, Screet, Clawjaw. Yes, you will come with me. The party nods. They finish their drinks with some timid conversation. And the orc tells his joke. How many bugs do you need? Oh, wait. Uh, how many bugs do you need to rent out an apartment? Ten ants. Let's go. Partially supported by stilts driven into the harbor waters, this rickety tavern is purportedly a haven for smugglers, mercenaries, assassins, and even pirates. The owners take coin from anyone and ask few questions. Troublemakers are thrown either out the door, over the railing, or just into the reeking harbor. Folks looking to carouse in town find that this place makes for a rowdy night of drinking and brawling. The town guard comes here only if called. The empty net is the kind of bar where you would send someone to find a fixer. So when Aubrecht Dralian a defrocked nobleman of the county of Ringobing within the kingdom of Kiel was searching for some discreet operators to retrieve a treasure lost to his family. Well, he couldn't have chosen a better spot to send his agent. Vertheg, a half-orc butler was tasked with finding a suitable band of adventurers for his urgent mission. Vertheg was responsible today and in general for carrying out quasi-legal dealings for Aubrec. So he was well acquainted with the tavern and got a nod from the innkeep when he walked in. He approached the group a grizzled-looking human sailor, and a pair of short, squat figures, each with a tail snaking out from their garments, one with skin of scales and one with matted, dark fur. These would do, and if they went missing, well, no one would ask any questions. The merchant prince, Aubrecht Dralian, once counted himself among the richest folk of his city. His trade fleet was one of the largest and most prosperous of its kind, with hundreds of ships under his banner dodging storms, pirate raids, and aquatic monsters to carry goods across the known world. 
Yet, Albrecht's success perhaps came too fast and too easily. Although his profits eventually stabilized, his ambition kept expanding. Years ago, his contacts in the southern jungles reported that he could monopolize trade in rare spices and herbs by making heavy investments in the area. Albrecht took the opportunity as a sure thing and leaped at the chance to get even richer. He sold off many of his assets and converted the proceeds to property deeds and promissory notes. Then secured that portable wealth aboard the Emperor of the Waves, the foremost ship in his fleet. Albrecht's plan was to convert these notes back into cash when the ship reached its destination in the south. But fate introduced a cruel twist, and the Emperor of the Waves disappeared. A storm separated the ship from its escort, and it was never heard from again. Devastated by the financial loss, Albrecht was reduced to the lifestyle of an ordinary merchant. So he lived in his moldering manner in the outskirts of Rinkoping, one of several old houses from a time more noble and regal than today, a decaying perimeter around the town. When our characters, and we will meet them soon, are brought before Albrecht, they quickly note that he has seen better days. His mansion is large but run down, and his clothes haven't been fashionable for at least a year. He keeps his iron gray hair pulled back in a short ponytail, and his mustache is neatly tended. We see for a moment this manor to the west of Rinkobing in the reeds and marshlands. It must have been quite a sight during its heyday. Columns, a hedge maze, and all. Vertheg the butler situates the party within the parlor and allows them a moment alone. Kurzweil takes this opportunity and explores the selection of arcane tomes and curios held within. It is made in this moment abundantly clear why a small kobold earned the name Scrolltaker. Eventually, Albrecht Dralian explains to the party that the ship holds a magic box containing promissory notes and property deeds worth a total of a hundred thousand gold pieces. He offers the characters a fee of 10%, that would be 10,000 gold, to recover it. As a gesture of good faith, he offers them an advance payment of 200 gold pieces. He says that the ship was recently spotted adrift, approximately five days out from land. This nobleman is worried that someone else might lay claim to the ship's goods as salvage if he doesn't act quickly. He has already hired a ship, the Soul of Winter, and a crew to mount a mission to the derelict. 
Now he needs adventurers to go along and board the Emperor once they reach it, then find the box and bring it back. Albrecht describes the box as made of shiny blue metal. It is packed inside a wooden crate branded with a large letter A. The crate can be easily pried open or broken open, but the box, this metal object, cannot be opened except with a password known only to Aubrek. It contains all of Aubrek's deeds and promissory notes still sealed in waterproof wrappings. The notes are drawn from a lawful good temple that will pay them out only after the original owner of the assets gives permission, and their value will enable Aubrek to rebuild his business once he redeems them for himself. I know this is a lot to process. storm that rocked the Balgol Fjord during and after the Battle of Balgol Watch seems to have knocked the Emperor loose from wherever it was beached. For the first time in 15 years, it's been spotted, drifting and crewless, several days' sail south of Rinkoping. With a promise of 10,000 gold to be split amongst the party, they made their final preparations and departed. Traveling aboard the dwarven steamer, the Soul of Winter, on the horizon was spotted an uncharted island, the vessel drifting off the coast of it, taking a jolly boat from the dwarves to go board the derelict and retrieve the cargo. So it came to be that a drunken human fisherman, a kobold scroll thief, and a rat man with a gun stood aboard the leaning hulk of the Emperor of the Way. top deck. What remained of it was slick with blood. Not fresh and red, but dark and aged. The whole vessel leaned to the side, and only part of it emerged from the water. They took timid steps on board, began to navigate into the bowels of the derelict. Quickly, they were assailed by a menagerie of crab-like creatures, including one that looks like it used to be human. With blood on their hands, standing aboard this old vessel, we see Kurzweil Scrolltaker, Orion Shunter, and Screet Clawjaw. Treasure and fortune await. Be bold and hopefully don't die. Let's catch up with them now. From the stove along one of the walls of this room, this was once the galley. Now the area is cluttered with bones and debris. Badly damaged metal knives and other cookware hang from hooks in the ceiling, while the choking stench of rotting fish 
hangs in the air. A stairway leads up near the stern, and we see from below the party peering down. Tiny decapods crawl over everything. Okay. Okay. What do you guys think we should do? I'm going to re- quietly reload my uh, <clears throat> pistola and uh, point forward. Yep. What else do we see in terms of like, are there like passageways just like actually defined um, different directions or is it just like a giant room? Well, so you're you're looking down into a room um, and you can tell from the top of the stairs what the room basically looks like. The details that you can see are the cook's station, basically. It smells like rotted fish. It looks like a galley to you. But it's actually, um, I'll reveal to you, the the wall kind of is abrupt once you reach the bottom of the stairs. Uh, Over to your left on the map here, you guys. There's the stairs that go down, and then it's uh, all across this. I'll draw a little thing. Didn't deign to include uh, a a counter surface here. So this is it. That's like the range and the the knives and everything. And then this is a door. That is a door, yes. And there's a lot more to the room that you probably can't Can't see see. until you get down there. Is it dark down there? It is dark. There's no lights on the ship at all. So if anyone doesn't have dark vision... And some of them don't. So they cracked a sunrod. I'm right behind you, Orion. Going down the stairs. All right. Get the butter ready. In case you run into more of those snippy boys. Yes. All right. Good call. Okay, we go down the stairs. And I guess Orion will take Marching lead. Marching order? Yeah. Um, I'm in the rear. Okay. Yeah, I'm in the middle. So Orion, okay. Screet, and Kritzvah? Mm-hmm. Got it. I'll move you guys up. You come plodding down the stairs into this room. And you get a better look around when you're in the bottom. And one thing immediately jumps out to you. There is a hatch towards the rear of the ship, the aft, as well as a mast bisecting the room. Okay. Okay. And is this is this anything here on the? That's where instant? the knives are. The, oh, okay. Uh, cook, the cookware and you know basically looks like where food was prepared. I'll even draw a little kettle. Yay! Do y'all want to check out this door, or should we inspect that hatch? Um, we could listen at the door. Let's do it. That we scooch on over to the door. Yes. Okay. Who's going to be the one to listen at the door? Are you guys going to all pile on top? or It's kind of tight quarters, so... Yeah, fair enough. Screen will Uh, go down to the the hatch and we'll listen at the hatch. I can listen at this door if you're not the most perceptive, but you are a monk, so you're probably wise. Let's both listen. He's going to lean over against the table, the the counter table over here. Two to listen. I was going to say three would be a bit of a stretch, just space-wise. Yeah. Um... Mm -hmm. But yeah, so Screet, go ahead and move yourself down to the hatch. 
are going to be uh, sensing there. And then Orion and Kurzweil are at the first door that we were looking at, the one that goes forward on the ship. So let's do the two at the main door there first. So I'm going to lay fully down on the ground, like go prone and look under the door. Okay. Go ahead and give me perception. Okay. That is a 12 from Orion. So we have a 12 and a 6. Um, one of those days. It's one of those days. So first thing that you notice, even with a 6, Kurzweil, um, the floor of the chamber beyond has something covering it. It's really hard to tell at this angle. And how's your dark vision? You have dark vision. You're a couple, I have dark vision. Right? Yes. Yeah. You can tell that there's something like, is it painted on or like caked on or like something spilled it's, it's hard to tell there's there's some sort of stuff smeared all over the floor in this room that's not you very sanitary don't see much else you know you see a mast ahead of you and you see uh that the room is is pretty big I, and yeah i think with the the six i very quick like i get down there and then go oh that's a lot grosser than i thought it would be yeah <laughs> it smells gross in there and it's not cool um and then with a 12 um orion you cup your ear and hold it to the door and listen and you hear the creaking of the ship and then a little bit of clattering All right. Okay, nothing nothing unexpected thus far. Good to know. All right, so what does this uh, hatch look like down here? Just like a wooden covering? or It's a wooden trap door. And uh, it's like... closed at the moment with a wooden crossbeam uh, that's built into it that keeps it fastened. All right, um... Pretty simple. There's no lock on it or anything. It's just you could slide so I could, the bar like, out of the way and not open it. it. I'll try to do that, but stealthily, and then like take a peek. Okay. You go ahead and roll me a stealth roll. Ooh, twenty-four. Twenty-four, and if it had advantage, twenty-four. Roll <laughs> twenty rolls with advantage. Uh, yeah. So you just slowly push this wood out of the way. And then you begin to pull the trapdoor up, and it creaks ever so slightly, but you place your hand on the creaking uh, hinge, and it, it stops. And you look down, and you see the following. The deck below you runs the length of the ship and features no bulkheads or walls. Dark, murky seawater fills it to a depth of, if you had to guess, three feet in the deepest parts. Sloshing against cold, moldering crates, this water soaks everything piled up against the ship's port hull. It's like, because remember, the ship's at an angle, there's just this soup of debris. I'm gonna 
reveal the entire floor to you because again, there's nothing blocking your line of sight. How many feet can you see? Pretty sure I have 60 feet dark vision. 60 so. feet of dark vision? Okay. Yep. So let me measure here. Okay. You see the entire cargo hold. No, and one thing you weren't supposed to. That's all right. <laughs> I didn't quite read what it was. So. That's okay, because it's where was it? You don't know. Hmm. Okay. But nothing seems to be moving around down there while I'm staring down this ladder. Um, your perception check has not been made yet. You look into this space and it's go ahead and make a perception check if you're just going to look out and Oop. see if you see anything. 23 23 take, yeah take it. you um you uh you just see the water i mean it's sloshing around and there's debris that's what you see it looks okay. like honestly with that good perception roll you notice that there's several crates and some of them are intact enough that there could be something inside and you remember why you're here. You're here to get this box and it's going to be anywhere on the ship. This seems like a good place to guess. All right. Um, Screet will kind of turn around and whisper across the room. Curse well. Over here. Look down this ladder down there. There is something. Boxes, I see. No movement. Uh. I'm going to go down and take a look. Okay. As you go down, if that is what's going to happen here with no interruption. No, I just I approach the edge of the thing as he goes down. Go ahead and move your token. And Sam Orion will follow too. Towards the edge. You guys move towards the hatch. Go ahead and move your token, Jay, down into that room. And you climb down until you get right above the water. And I think before you take the plunge into this water, which probably would go up most of the way up your body, because I'm imagining you're pretty short. um, I want you to look back and try again to see if you can spot where you might be able to find this box. Make your best guess. So make a perception check. Okay. Oop, nine this time. Okay. You see a couple of crates that are big enough and intact enough that there could be treasure inside it still. Mm -hmm, Everything else mm -hmm. that looks smashed, you're just, you know, it's obviously not those. He said this box was invulnerable and could only be opened by him. Okay. So now you're above the water. Would you like to uh -huh. enter the water? Can I stick my head down and peek with um, detect magic? Yes, absolutely you may. So it only has a range of 30 feet. But if I like, okay. if I crawl here on my belly and stick my head down the hatch. Yeah. So I'm looking Go ahead and make here. me a perception check with advantage because you're looking for a magical box. Magical box. Ooh. 17. 
17. You see one of the crates has something inside it that is radiating magic. So as Skreet's going to dive into the water, I go, oh, oh, I got something. That the box, the box about like halfway down or something. About halfway down, there is a box, and I will mark it with an X. I'm not sure what it is, but it's it looks juicy. I I will try to get to it. Um, so is this a rope ladder, Ben? Um, it is a built-in wooden ladder. Okay. I'm going to use my mage hand to just do, like, one of those, like, hand-pointing signs at the box. Okay. Can Skreet attempt to jump from the ladder onto that crate over there? Um, there... You've the played crates, Amnesia. <laughs> yeah, the, the crates here are, are definitely not, uh... Touching the floor, <laughs> just so you know. Like, they're floating. Oh, they're floating in water. It's yeah. that deep. It's, okay. see, you see how it's, like, all p- piled Cluster. on one side? It's because there's three feet of water in here, and all the stuff, you know, a lot of things are broken down. Maybe every once in a while there's one that is not floating fully, but you can see those ones aren't sticking out of the water for the most part, or they're smashed. Like, this ship's been missing 15 years. There's not a lot of intact crates in here that are more than a shell that might hide something visibly important like his box so the, like that means the box suit. the box in question is also just floating yes it is floating okay why don't you just why don't you just push it over to me as well and I will try to grab it oh I gotta do everything okay fine I don't uh, want to get my feet wet if I don't have to. We just and you guys are talking, talking this over. I'm gonna right here on the ladder. Yeah, and I'm gonna grab the thing and pull it over. Um, in what manner? Uh, so I bring the mage hand down and try to mm. just sort of grab like a lip and nudge it in the water. I can only pull ten pounds, so if it's very yeah. heavy, it might take me a it's... while. But it is in liquid. You begin to pull it, and it starts to swirl a little bit. Uh, You you pull it towards you as best as you can, but you note that this object feels very heavy. And as you're doing this, I think we hear the last echo of what Skrit just said. I don't want to get my feet wet, wet, or whatever the words that he said (laughs) were. And you hear something from the far side of the ship a burbling in the water uh, can I like go okay no it's time and I'm gonna climb up the ladder as you go begin to climb water. up the ladder everybody roll me initiative <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say this is a very important initiative <laughs> Oh, and shit. Very good. And I have yeah, roll a six. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get the right sirenscape set up here. I have to move I... to a different thing. Hopefully, Scree can book it out of there with a 14. Is initiative an ability check? It is, actually. <laughs> it is? 
Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna add a D4 to it. You can do that. I add two to mine. I get a ten. Okay. <laughs> so let's go around the horn here for a very important initiative check. It may be your last for a while, or your last <laughs> ever. Um, okay. Skurit initiative. Uh, uh, Skurit got fourteen. Fourteen. Orion. Fix. Oh, okay. And Kurzweil. Ten. Not. Right down the middle, baby. The best, you guys. Uh, hey, mine right is above middle, average. Yeah. What the fuck? So you evened out <laughs> the six, hopefully. Yeah. A little bit there. Yeah, we're no, actually we have, exactly we average. Yeah, <laughs> average we're like 11 ish. I'm going to hit this sort button here. All right. Oh, so no, we did it. exactly average, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, boy. We're 10. Okay. We are 10. <laughs> and I'm just going to go ahead and reveal the whole bottom because I think it's stupid to not at this point, so bear with me. Woo! Show me your bottom. <laughs> Reveal my whole bottom. <laughs> stupid not. <laughs> uh, uh, you can quote me on that. <laughs> it's just stupid to not show people my bottom. So at the it. far edge of this flooded hold of the ship, you hear this burbling, right? And... At the top of round one, as we begin this encounter, four humanoid forms rise one after another from the shallow water, and they have blue pockmarked skin, and their jaws fall slack, and long serpentine tongues hang out of their mouths. There are four undead creatures at the far end of this ship and they lock eyes on the rat who begins scurrying out oh god first in the order of the actual encounter here is one of the ghasts oh lord and he's going to surge forward hissing at you <laughs> and he's going to double move because I need to check the rules here real quick. Quick, quack. Quack. Really quack. Quack. I'm a duck. There's a giant rubber ducky down here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holy okay. shit. Every square down here, unless you have a swim speed, is difficult terrain. Yeah. So Excellent. one, two. Two, or five, six, through the wreckage that's been piled up on the port side of the ship, the gas just towards the ladder, and that is its turn. Next is Skurit. Okay, how tall is this ladder, don't you know? Um, I believe it is 20 feet tall. 20 feet high ceiling. Well, so I'll say that you're actually on the square that is the 15, you know, feet away because you're the, the five foot square is underwater sure. predominantly. So you have 15 feet of ladder you'd need to climb to get back. Okay. All right. I think 
you're gonna see like uh screed kind of like his hair just kind of stands on end like kind of miyazaki style when think people get scared of stuff and yeah. it's gonna like crawl down his his mutton chops are gonna crawl down his face and like down his shoulders and he's going to bonus action he's gonna shift into his more rat-like form Ooh, very interesting so do 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 plus a minute Okay, and then I get some temporary HP. And some other stuff. So many things. So you're trying to move? I'm, I'm not clear what's happening. Yeah, I'm going to go second, up the ladder. I'm going okay, to go do up it. the ladder. That's yep, 15 yep, feet yep, of yep, movement, yep. correct? Uh, To go up, yes. Yeah. That would be so it. then now you have how much movement remaining? Uh, 25, no, 35 feet. Okay, tons of are you going to move anymore? Because you can. Uh, yes, I'm going to do a couple of things. I'm going to reach the top of the ladder. Okay. Uh, I'm going to uh, turn around and fire off a shot at the closest one. Do not oh. believe that you're going to have line of sight unless you reach the top of the ladder while still under the floor. Yeah, I'm going, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to okay. go up, like, you know, Turn with one shoot. hand. And this yep. is with what weapon? Your gun? With my pistol, yeah. Okay. The pistol. So I will make an attack roll with the pistola wink. All right. That's, that's firing outside, I think. Two, three, four, five, Firing six. outside your range increments, you mean? Yeah, so it's more than yeah. 25 feet away, so it's going to be a disadvantage. Yeah, so I get a natural one. Very Paul. Okay, and mm. you have multiple attacks? Mm-mm. You do not? So that is a guaranteed critical fail to start our combat here. Woo. I'm going to draw Let's go. a ranged critical fail. Let's see what you get. Fun. Twang, like which doesn't make any sense. If this attack <laughs> was made with a bow or a crossbow, roll a d10. On a 1 to 9, this weapon's damage is reduced by 1d4 until repaired. On a 10, the string snaps. I'm going to say that let's do the exact same thing, though, because that makes sense. It's not a twang, but it's some sort of click inside your weapon. Roll so what a d10. Is it On a 1 okay. to 9, the weapon's damage is reduced by 1d4 until repaired. Okay. If you roll a 10, the string snaps, which a three. For in, in this case, I'm going to say is like a jam in your gun. I did roll a 3. Okay, so now roll 1d4. Uh, oh, okay, sure. All right, do, do I not just roll it every time I, or just like take 1d4 no, away? It just says on a 1 to 9, the weapon's damage is reduced by 1d4 until repaired. Oh, roll it every time, or I think it's saying roll it now is my interpretation of this card. One. Nice. There you go. When, it, when a natural one is good. Okay. Not so bad. I'm going to write on your note here, but I want you to also keep track. You have minus, minus one. one to all damage until you can repair your gun. Is not, I'll just go ahead and get out in front of this, not going to be something that can happen probably in combat. Rounds. On a boat. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't make yeah. too much sense. All right. Um, then I will, upon uh, like seeing my gun fall short and maybe like a like a clicking hiss 
shocking noise that doesn't usually happen, I'm going to yeah, vault out of the trapdoor and probably move over to there and like start fiddling with my gun, being like, hey, what is happening? And then okay. turn to my allies and be like, the dead, they're dead in the water. Okay. And crack, a shot rings out, regardless though, as you try to discharge your weapon and it doesn't quite hit your target. Mm. at the end of your turn. It is. When you discharge your weapon and you say, what's going on? I don't know. Oh, to your, your friends. You all hear a clamoring from the room next door. And Shit. you hear clack, 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 clack. And the handle on the door begins to jiggle. The crabs. Now, following that, it is Gast number two's turn. It's going to go one, two, three, four, five, six, and end right there. Um, that is the end of its turn as it surges across the chamber towards you guys. And then next in the order is um, this thing, which is going to, you hear the wall, like a scraping sound against this wall to your north, uh, forward on the ship. Behind the, you see the butcher's knives and the, uh, the you know, cookware of this galley is being like rattled as something large and forceful scrapes across the ancient timbers behind it. Then next up is going to be Kurzweil Scroll Taker. Okay. Will you still allow me to be prone? So I'm currently mm-hmm. prone, but mm-hmm. sticking my head down the hole so I can get spells off. I think that's where we last ended. So yeah. Okay, perfect. So I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Hex on the closest themed, the red guy. Okay, red guy. The first one who came running at you guys. So that's if I deal damage, but that's not yet. Um, And then I will do a... What ability score are you choosing for him? Um... Let's do. Let's do. What would they be good at? Let's do strength. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's gonna be ability checks. So just pure metagame wise, just so it makes sense to you. I've had struggles with this. Is that the only that would affect would be uh, grappling, basically. Right. But strength debuff on the red number one guy there. Got it. Okay, and then I will do a Scorching Ray on that same one. Okay, Scorching Ray on the same guy. Go ahead and roll to attack, I believe, is Scorching Ray. Uh, Actually, no, they're in water. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to just do a Deldrick mm. Blast. Apologies. Okay. Go ahead and do Eldritch Blast, then. 12 to hit? A 12 against this Ghast? That is not quite it. No. Damn it. Gazap into the water next to him. Okay. Okay. Uh, that is action, bonus action. 
All right. Reaction. Yeah, fuck. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Next up, we have another rumble from the chamber to your to the forward of the ship. Oh, I don't like it. And this time, though, something very strange happens. This creature seems to walk through the wall. Oh, but shit. Leave the wall oh. intact. And it climbs up onto the side of the room with half of its ten legs and leaves the other ten on the floor and looks at you at this 45-degree angle with its alien head and this giant crab-like decapod stares you down and then goes <laughs> and begins to move towards Skrit. Oh my god, a ghost crab. It's ghost crawler. Um, what the hell? <laughs> I believe that is actually all that it can do on its... No, sorry. Um, no, it's going to make an attack. It can make an attack. That was bonus and move. Um, How rude. And now Tell it, it is stop, going please. to roll. Can I beseech you? Claw. What? As a friend, Ben, please don't attack what? me. <laughs> please. I am going to attack you extra more now. No. Um, <laughs> this friendship. Is no. Plus four to hit, I want you to know. So oh. what's your AC here? We have it written down. Your AC is 16. So we've got to get 12 or better Each. on the it's die. A, it's, a, it's a 16. It's That's okay. Crack, crack die. Crack die. Hold on. Crack. That's a miss with a five, natural hey. five, a snap as Skrit ducks underneath this giant blue decapod's claw. And we make sure, is that the only thing it can do? Yes, that is correct. Moving on in the order. Oh, one second. May I pause you since it ended? Yes. Uh, uh, it's me. Uh, I will use okay. my reaction this turn to scurry and move 10 Ooh. feet away. Without provoking uh, attacks opportunity. Look at that. Oh, that's, that's cool. And that was zipped across. The claw nice. snaps over your head and you scurry back to your friends. Love Ghost it. crab! Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I like poke my head up. What the fuck? <laughs> I know it doesn't make very much sense, but ghost crab! <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay. Uh, next in the order, I believe, is gas number four. Cast number four is going to go one, two, three, four, five, six, and end his turn, wading as quickly forward as it can, hungry for a new meal. Then it's gas number three's turn. Same deal, going to wind up neck and neck with its friends. They are back in formation and have moved halfway the length of the vessel. Next turn, if they do that uninterrupted, they are going to reach the bottom of the ladder. Can you describe the ladder just really quick? Yeah, it's a 20-foot ladder um, built into the wall with wooden rungs um, that mm. runs up the aft of the ship, connecting the galley to the cargo hold. Okay. Um, okay, next in the order, we finally made it, Jesse. It's Orion Shunter's turn. All right. Well, 
hearing what's going on down there and seeing an ethereal crab just bust through the wall, Orion isn't having any of this. <laughs> um, as he just bemoans, like, Drellian didn't tell us anything about this. And he's going to go to slam this hatch shut. Um, does that count as an action, Ben? Um, Interact with an object. Interaction with an object to slam the hatch shut. Yay. Okay, so that, yeah, so that means he wouldn't be able to attack this crab after, correct? Or... No, that's, you, you have a standard oh. action. I'm not going to make oh, you take and an standard action that's to, right. uh, to close it. Okay, well, out of just, like, fear, like, yeah, he'll just slam that hatch shut. Ka-chunk. Uh, take a look at that, yeah, look at that hatch for a second. Look over at the door where we all heard, there was some rumbling and tumbling going around. <laughs> and before I actually go through with, with what I was thinking, Ben, is this table you said located in the corner here with all the cookery on yes. it, is it, like, bolted down? Um, it actually looks like it's bolted down, but the nails are loose. Because like it before, used to be more mm, secure, and maybe if you were to try to move it, you would be successful. All right. Well, if we didn't get dropped in by this guy, Orion would probably try to consider that. But he's kind of going into fight or flight mode, and it okay. uh, looks like fight is the option. So he's <laughs> just going to yell out to his friends, like, we've got to get the hell out of here. And he's going to just he's going to rush this crab um, because that okay. crab is looks like it's blocking the stairway up right and out of here. It is climbing on the half on the staircase on the way up. Yeah. Yep. And for him, he sees either we're going to get eaten by what's down below, get oh. eaten by what's adjacent to us. Um, so let's try to get out of here. Um, so he's going to run straight up to this thing and right. he's going to take two swings um, unarmed at it. You zoom around the mast and then punch this crab in the face. Shades of yep. Tungy. With for a nat Ooh. 20. Ooh. Nat 20. Do you have nice. multiple attacks? Uh, I no. do. Well, uh, with martial arts, yes. So if, if I do an unarmed attack, I do get another attack. So, well, hold on, though. My question oh. is, do you, like, um... Level How's five it worded? How, right, oh. right. But we are level four, correct? Yeah. It would be a bonus action. Yeah. So, well, that's oh, just, yeah. Well, hold on. My question is if you have two attacks, and I think that there's oh, wording I see. about that. In no. Class, my, second, my second unarmed strike that I'm using is um, a unarmed bonus strike. action. I don't know. Yeah, right, right. I'm just going to look it up. Um, yeah. For, so, so under under martial arts, when you under, use the like, attack, extra attack when you get your extra attack. So at fifth right. level, you get your extra attack. So no, right. the answer to my question would be no. Oh. You do not have two attacks. So okay, that is a uh, having to roll to confirm critical success. Woo! Mm. So very nice. Hit players. We'll drop arm strike. Yes. Blunt. Bludgeoning. Bruised joints. Maximum damage and the target must make a strength saving throw. On a failed save, the target has disadvantage on attacks for 2d4 plus 2 rounds. Wow. That's a good one. Damn. Okay, so first up, maximum damage. Go ahead and do that math, math for us there. A 1d4 plus 3, so it looks like a 7 points of bludgeoning. Boys. No, because oh, you crit. Agreed. So oh, yeah. let's see. It would be so that, what's eleven the, uh, damage. I eleven. Remember. Yeah, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yes. Yes. Eleven damage. Eleven. Maximum critical damage against this crab. Give me a Heck second. Heck, this crab. 
Yeah, Orion's okay. scared. He wants he wants to get out. Crunch into the carapace of this crab. Now it needs to make a DC 16 constitution saving throw. On a failed save, it has disadvantage on attacks for 2d4 plus two rounds. That is a 14 on the die. Let's see what its modifier is. Its modifier is a plus one. That is a fail. <laughs> Yay. Woo! All right, I'll let you roll the 2d4, Jesse. Okay. I believe in you. Maximum rollage. Not bad. Okay. Five. Seven rounds. A two and a three for seven rounds. <laughs> this phase crab is going to have disadvantage on attacks. Wow. Sweet. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. And then Things um, turn around hard. real quick there. <laughs> Hopefully, I mean, I mean, honestly, all right. Once he takes this thing out, he's like, he's like, he wants to get back to the jolly boat, man. He's like, <laughs> he's done. What the crap, man? He's checking out. What the crap? Um, okay. okay. And then the second half of the martial arts is just one more unarmed strike um, for a twenty-two to hit. Twenty-two is definitely a hit. All right, rolling damage. For four points of bludgeoning damage. Four points of additional bludgeoning damage crunch crunch with that he's gonna kind of jockey his way closer to the stairway he's like he's trying to fight his way through like he maybe not even like kill this thing but if he can find an opening to get past it yeah so that's his turn very cool good turn all right closing out the round you hear some more shuddering and rumbling from the room over there the one on the same level as you. Uh, and it's just continued sloshing sounds, muffled now by the closed lid on the can of worms below you. We're at the top of round two. Round two. First up is gas number one. It's gonna go one, two, three, four, five, six, and wind up five feet away from the ladder. Eek. Then we are going to continue with... Scurry. Okay. Uh, it's a good idea. We shall move this thing from the stairway and I will step, step a couple, a little bit. Uh, get off of there, you big stupid. And move and shoot. Um, I will spend a key point to uh, uh, do a key fuel attack and get an extra attack with my gun as I'm walking, kind of like, you know, it's a western and I'm yeah, walking and, walking and rolling the barrel. <laughs> blam, blam, blam. Fanning the <laughs> All right, so first, yeah, first attack with the pistol. 21 to oh, hit. Yeah. 21's going to be a hit. Want me to attack twice and then roll damage or roll damage here? Uh, let's, let's, let's do it one thing at a time. So roll your damage. You, you okay. hit the 21. Yeah, I'm just going to customize the roll to be the minus one to damage. So it's going to be 2d4 plus three instead of plus four. Sounds good. Six points of damage. Blank. Six points. And what kind of damage is that? Piercing. Piercing? Okay. Six points of damage as a gunshot rings out again. This time it strikes true into the carapace of the giant crab. 
Um, I'm going to roll the next one, too, and I'll double check on the damage type real quick. So Yellow blood here. starts pouring out of its blue skin. It's is blue it butter? Right? It looks buttery. You unlocked the mustard. A 22 <laughs> to hit? That should hit, right? 22 definitely. If a 21 hits, then 22 yep. definitely hits. And then another six points of damage. Another six points of damage. Blam, blam. Ooh. And you fan the hammer. And yep. it is looking not good, you guys. It's riddled yes. with a couple of bullet holes and it has a couple of big dents across its cranium. Yo, fuck this mission, guys. I want to live. <laughs> yep. And uh, okay. I think I'll end my turn like right there. Blam, 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 blam. All right. Next up. And that shall be my turn. Yep. You move across the door away from the countertop and end right next to this thing and shoot it a couple of times. And then you hear this roar from the other side of the door. So many crows. And it's some slamming through the door. A humanoid comes barreling into the room. Boom. You immediately all lock eyes with them and they are a half orc. But something is wrong with them. They have these patches of skin that are very unnatural. And in place of one of their normal hands, a giant crab claw. <laughs> Not cool, man. Everything's and crabby in here. Everything <laughs> is crabs. Deal with it. And so this orc is going to continue to roar. And what's he going to do? Um, Roaring's pretty cool. You can just keep doing that. He's not going to help us, right? He's going to help us fight the other crabs. Does he, he fall raises, in love with me? <laughs> he raises up a gnarled staff that looks like it's made out of some weird tree that you don't recognize. Um, and he holds it in one hand and one claw and then attempts to bring it down on Skrit. Why you do this? Because you're right there. That's fair. <laughs> That's very fair. <laughs> I just wanted to ask. You guys, yeah. Uh, AC 16, correct? Yar. Okay, let me make sure I get my math right here. Math yep. is for blockers. That is going to be a hit. 16 on the die. Ooh. Total of 20 sure. to hit. Damn. And you are going to take... Some damn. Twelve points of bludgeoning damage as this thing sort of whooshes through the air, smack, and hits you right on the back. There go my temp HP. Ow! I <laughs> bye temp HP. See you okay, later. That is this guy's turn, and he just you know assumes a battle stance and then snips his one claw at you a couple of times. Okay. Uh, next in the order is ghast number two, which you guys can't actually see what's going on down there, so I'm going to just hide it. Ooh. Um, if I can. Come on, game. There you go. Okay. And this one's going to search forward, presumably. Any presumers? Next in the order, um, through the door, visible now, you see a couple of other creatures. So say because you guys got some angles on this door, you can kind of make out what's in the next room. And it looks something so like many this. Creatures. Uh, whoops, hold on. 
Mm, there um, are two mm. more giant crabs. These are not blue. They don't seem to have any special powers, but they are clacking and rubbing their carapaces against the wooden hulk of the ship. Would I have been able to perceive sort of, this hmm? once the orc went through? Yeah, it was like as as soon as they okay. went through. So then would you allow me to spend my scurry with this additional information? Yeah, it was a new round. Yeah, sure. You can spend your scurry. So then I'm going to scurry to here. Boink. Holy shit! Oh, God! Run! I got to run away! Over here! Scurry, scurry, scurry. Let me... Just running from everything. Okay, you scurry away from the door, not provoking attacks of opportunities. You're running all over the place. Got yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, things Next are just attacking up, me from all over the place. <laughs> it's, it's a clusterfuck down here, if, nice. in every possible sense of the word. So, um, that was their turn. They sort of just crab walk back and forth, rubbing their bodies against the walls. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next up is Kurzweil. Okay. Um, Yo, Kurzweil, ice these mofos. Yeah, first thing I'm going to do, you said that there was a big board that was like slid into the thing before on the this yeah. uh, door. I'm going to do that. I'm going to say that, that was already done. Like basically like it's it's built into oh, it. The, and, oh, like, I see. The with the slamming shut is like slam slide. Like I'm not going to make you guys spend okay. a full round action to do that. So it's done. Well, I'm going to stand up because I've been prone. I'm going <laughs> to just take one step here into the corner. Um, okay. <laughs> and then I am going to... Okay, uh, I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast on the Phase Crab. Okay, blast him. Blast. Ooh. Nice. Ooh. Yay. Zip zap. 22 to hit. 22 is a hit. Go ahead and deal you damage. And 10 damage. Ooh. And describe your kill of this Phase yes. Crab. So I back up into the corner. I can I like put a foot on the the trap door and then line up my pointer finger and just get it <laughs> right in between the eyeballs and its alien face, right in between the little like crab hands that they have for a mouth. Okay, and then just a bolt of energy comes arcing out, and the room smells sickeningly sweet, like almost like food, but not. <clears throat> Instant microwaved giant crab. Um, and as that happens, the orc reaches up to the sky and says, Royal, no! Oh. Uh-oh. Um, and he looks at you, and his eyes are aflame with anger. Okay, all right. I was not going to do this, but seeing <laughs> that happen, I'm going to cast Hex again as a bonus action. Because <laughs> okay, the thing gonna... that I have Hexed on is mm -hmm. downstairs right now, so I have to True. spend another spell slot. But okay, that doesn't do anything right, but I've cast Hex. So. Yeah, you, you Hex him and he you is hex. to choose for the attribute that is Hexed. I will do... It's, it's checks, right? It's, it's, it's ability yeah. checks, yeah. Ability checks. 
I will say constitution. Okay, constitution is is less constituted. All right, next up in the order here. That's the end of your turn. That is the end of my turn. Okay. Next in the order. Would have been my poor phase crab. But instead, <laughs> this creature, this orc's call, seems to do something to the skittering masses covering every inch of this boat once you've gotten below deck. And they begin to coalesce behind him into a swarm. Well, rude. Not then cool. it's going to surge forward. And go one and two towards your drunken monk human companion who punched the crab. And it's going to make an attack. Bring it on. Um, I don't think that's going to be a hit. What's your AC? 15. So let me just check my math here. Yeah, that's a miss. That's a miss. As you fend off a bunch of little crabs and start scurrying up your legs. Okay, next in the order. So many things in this combat. Um, <laughs> you hear more sloshing from below. Slosh, slosh. And then next in the order, Orion, you are up. All right. I Man, I've, I've never played like a general just like denizen in, the, in this capacity this is great because normally i'd want to do my best to save you guys but orion's gonna look at this mass of crabs this freaky crabby armed orc guy the giant face crab they just killed and he's gonna look at his like, he's gonna, he'll give screet and Kurtzfile like a courtesy like come on we've got to get out of here and he's just gonna book it he's like he's gonna disengage and he's he's gone into full like looking after his own skin he wants to live to drink another day so he's going to disengage. He's going to book it up these stairs. Um, ben, do, does the 10 feet of these stairs equate to the 10 feet on the on the upper deck as well up here? Um, yes, they are equivalent okay. there. Just so I count this right. And he's mm -hmm. he's making a beeline for the jolly boat. So let's see, 10, he's 20. back towards the main deck. Yeah, mm -hmm. 30 and 40. He's, he's, he's he wants to survive. again. Yeah. Boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. Up the stairs over he the body it. of the dead crab. Yep, and that's his turn. He's like panting. He's like panicking pretty much. Like he wants to get away now. Um, make me a perception check when you come up on top here. Okay, perception check. Where are you? Clickety click. That is a nat twenty. Okay. His his nerves are sharp on edge yeah. right now. You and you come up and you can breathe fresh sea air for the first time in a, a little while, and you're. You're in shock a little bit. There's just a lot of a lot of things happening. And you look around, and you see the jolly boat. You see the ship that you're on leaning, and then you're like, "Okay, good. Wait, wait. Something's missing." And you look around, and the soul of winter is not within line of sight. You crane your neck. You peer over the the railings. Motherfuckers. It's fucking gone. Oh fuck. <laughs> Orion's just like under his breath, like, "Oh." Shit. Like, you think there may yeah. be like one angle, maybe, if you were to get onto some high ground, 
and look over to the aft or forward. Maybe you can't quite see because of the forecastle and quarterdeck behind you, but that would take time to get up there and look around. But at the moment, it is not to be seen. And when you went below decks, it was within clear line of sight. Oh, Nelly. Okay, he's his heart skipped more than a few beats. He's yeah. Okay, good to know. Thank you, Ben. Okay. Yeah. Next up in the order, we got top of round three. <laughs> Man, this is, like I said, very important initiative check. Here. Um, We're dead. Okay. <laughs> next up, you hear the two of you that remain in the lower deck. You begin to hear wet palms landing on the ladder. Smack, 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 smack. And then you hear for the first time, and you see Kurzweil right in front of you. The hatch that you sealed goes one time. Boom. Do Next not in like. the order. <laughs> <laughs> Next in no, the order. Right, like, stamp it a couple times. Stay down there. <laughs> one of the giant decapods, or sorry, yeah, decapods here, comes over and reaches a single claw through the door, just trying to get something. <laughs> and the orc goes, no, stop it, and swats it away. And, and you, you hear him yell, stay. Stay, you big silly crabberton. Um, next in the order, we got, let's see. Me, I think. Um, yeah, hold on, I'm doing other stuff though. Doodly doo. Um, next in the order is now Street Clodger. Yeah. Orion, you, you god, you run and leave us here. We cannot get through. There are too many spiders. And I'm gonna be saying this while uh, unloading my gun into the orc. <laughs> okay. We cannot get through! Just kind of echoes after you as you run up the stairs, leaving us here as our pathway is blocked by an enemy mob. What the hell, dude? <laughs> I know, that's really not cool. I feel, as a player, I feel guilty. But as a rat, I mean, it makes no ride. sense. I'm just being yeah. you. All right. Um, <laughs> what do you do? Fuck it. I'm going to spend my last key point. I'm going to shoot this orc twice. This orc seems important. So we're doing it. Oh, that's just a 10. A 10 is a miss. All right. Second one 15. 15 is also a miss. You see oh. the second bullet hits, but ricochets off his crab-like carapace. All right, well. Uh, oh, it's been uh, nice so knowing you. It has been. Uh, so what is that, what is this, what does the construction of the stairway to the east actually look like? It's, like, can uh, I see this, can I? Staircase. Um, Could I technically get into the stairway from where I am without having to go by? Uh, where I would the allow you are? to make a climb check to climb over the banister, um, right? While maintaining fast movement. Okay, I think seeing this happen and seeing two shots go wide on this person, Scurry is just gonna be like, "Oh, fuck this!" and one, two, and then attempt to scurry up the climb banister. Up. So go ahead yeah. and make a climb check here. So be acrobatics uh, want... or athletics. 
21 acrobatics. Ooh. 21 acrobatics will do it. You are a scurrying little rat. And you go scurry, 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 scurry up these stairs. I will help you out here um, and move this to the back so you can control yep. yourself now. And you should be able to move to the next square up. Or is that yeah, all so your movement? Scurry will go to the top yeah. of the stairs. Okay. And then turn around and be like, Kurzweil, come! And extend his hand down. And I will end my turn. Okay. Very interesting, you guys. This is moving along quite nicely. Next in the order is the orc. And the orc is going to finish roaring and wailing, mourning his friend. And he's going to utter something in a low, dark voice that clicks and clacks and doesn't make any sound that a normal orcish tongue could ever make. And... It sounds like this low thrumming on top of those sounds. And you see that lone crab claw that reached in and tried to animalistically go after the nearest food just snakes its way back out. And you can tell already that the two giant crabs, Kurzweil, you can see one, has begun to like rotate around and turn the other direction. Okay. Uh, he said something to them. Then the orc is going to move over, walking, and block your way out of the corner. Please, please don't. And heft his staff with both hands, or one hand and a claw, over his head. And I that's his really, turn. I don't want to be hit by that. Please. Um, okay, next in the turn order here is one of the ghasts. And you hear Kurzweil a louder clamor from below and a splash. Oh, poor Kurzweil. Yeah, Kurzweil's having a bad time. Um, <laughs> and then, let's see, then Tweedle, <laughs> Tweedledee here, who's Red Crab, is going to begin to move away on its turn. One, two, and then slip away. Three, four. Okay. And it moves through a partially shattered door on the other side of that chamber. Then, moving things right along here. Now it is Kurzweil's turn. Okay. So, uh, I'm... You work right in front of you. Yes, he is right Dead up in my face. And there's a swarm of small ones at the at foot the of, the of the stairs. And your friend, <clears throat> the rat man, is reaching his hand down like, come on. So, let me just set this up really quick here because... Yeah. Perfect. So I am going to um, look up at the orc who's, I'm sure, four feet above my head. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> just go, I, I didn't know he was your pet or friend, mother. I'm not sure you what the fuck him. is going Okay, him, your dad. I'm sorry, but I, you really gotta, like, Put up a sign or some shit. We didn't think anybody was here. 
And honestly, I don't think you should be here. So I I shouldn't be here either. Um, g- give me a second. And I'm going to uh, <laughs> just start like start humming this uh, weird elven song. And do like a little dance sort of thing. And I misty step to the oh. uh, space next to Skareet. And I think just for flavor, you see that that staff go whoosh right through your space like as you leave it. Oh. Uh, yeah, fuck you too. And I uh, cast uh, Eldritch Blast on the back of him. Nice. Go ahead and move your token also to where you're, yeah. you want to be. Ooh. Nice. 21. What? Yes. 21 will do it. Do some damage to this orco. Zap him. And he is currently hexed, so I Ooh. add a d6. Of necrotic damage? Uh-huh. Okay. So that was 7 plus, or so 9 plus 2, 11. 11. Very yeah. interesting. Two of that is fire points. damage, if that changes anything. So the total damage types are necrotic, Seven fire, force. and force. Okay, I got yeah. it. Got it, got it. So many damage types. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of shit going on. Okay. Um, and I think with my movement, I'm just going to sort of scoot past Scurry up the stairs. You hear uh, him you yell, when you strike him with that blast. That'll be one, two, three, four, five, six out the door. Very nice. Very nice turn. Well played. And you know what? Because that was epic as fuck. First mark of heroism for this game. So Gavin, because you haven't, I don't think, gotten one of those yet. That is, at any point, you can cash it in to re-roll or roll twice on any die roll. As long as I have not yet told the result of what is about to happen. Okay. Um, you can also turn it in to make me roll any die roll you know I'm about to roll with disadvantage. <laughs> you can also give it to a friend if you need to give them a little bit of extra luck. That's a mark of heroism, and you have one. Woo! Because that fuck was yeah. heroic as fuck. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Told you it was gonna get cinematic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this is this is this has turned out great so far, you guys. I'm digging it. I have this is a fun session. What a weird little module they made, right? Yeah. Very strange. Boat of pain. Um Okay. Is that the end of your turn? Curse that off. is movement bonus action and action. Okay. I'm going to remove my one true love, the phase crab, off of uh this list oh. here, because it just makes me sad no. when it comes to his turn. Um, and then the swarm acts. The swarm is going to move up the stairs towards our friend and yours, Scooby Clawjaw. And why? Because you're the one that's there again. It's true. You're not wrong. Oh, that's a natural one. Hey! It misses. 
There's and... a swarm all have names. Do, does yeah. every crab in the swarm have a name? <laughs> every <laughs> one of them. Carl and names. Greg and They critically fail at trying to latch on to this rat who wriggles and scurries out of their way. Next in the order. Where the hell am I in this list? Man. Um, we just did Kurzweil, Decapodian Swarm, guess number four. You hear more muffled splashing from below. It's getting much quieter, and the thumping of the trapdoor is near inaudible as well. I'm going to scurry up the stairs when these guys claw at me, by the way, too, so I'll just pop up into the top map. Okay. Let's uh, make this the last time you announce when you're going to scurry after the thing is resolved, okay? Sure, sure. Second time was line of sight, but I think. Right, but... Anyway. So, um... (laughs) Next in the order is Orion Shunter. All right, Orion is, you can see beads of sweat on him. He's breathing heavily. And it hasn't really occurred to him that, you know, he left the guys behind him, but he sees Kurtzwell behind him. And he's just like, oh, Kurtzwell, where is, where's Screet? As he's like gassing, passing here. He was right behind me. Oh, we, we don't, we don't have time for this. He's gonna, uh, and I'm gonna use a dash action. Um, I, I, before he dashes, he's going to look back at Kurtzbow and he's just going to look at him dead in the eye. Kurtz, Kurtzbow, if Screet isn't up here in the next minute, we bar the door. Um, yeah, he's he's in full survival mode. And okay. with that, he's going <laughs> <laughs> to dash over to um, the uh, starboard side of the ship because that's the higher side. And he, yeah, all, all the while, just kind of like bemoaning like, the soul, where's, where's the soul of winter? Where's the ship? Um, okay, make me another perception check as you reach the high end of that side of the ship and look out with all right. presumably unobstructed views to your left Whoa. and right. That, nat 20. Um, that's two nat 20s in a row on perception check. No, what you, the heck? S- you spot it. It's there, awesome. but it's f- much farther away than you remember it being. What could Not be within on? shouting distance. Um, that's so weird. And you see a flag flying barely as you squint your eyes in the foggy afternoon and you can see that it's got a flag that you know from your time as a fisherman means hazardous weather staying away from hazard basically is what it means oh man he's just a yellow flag he's just gonna curse out loud just cowards and um and under your breath thunder rumbles on a storm front in the distance. Oh my gosh. Okay. Orion's going to glance back at Kurtzweil and just, you know, mutter one more time. One minute. And he's going to use the rest of his dash. He's, he's going to beeline it for the jolly boat and he's going to start getting this thing ready to like send okay. off. Yeah, because you guys tied it on. You're going to have to undo the lines mm-hmm. to be able to get it to dislodge from the sunken side of the ship. Yeah. And that is um, in a pan- in a, in a panic stricken flurry. Um, that is Orion's turn. Okay. Next in the order, we are back at the top. 
of the round. This is, I believe, round four. A lot has happened in a few short rounds, you guys. It's been 24 seconds. It's been 24 seconds, yeah. We'll have to just suspend disbelief here and understand that for this scenario that you're in, rounds are simultaneous, yes, but like each round, I would say, is like a scene that happens. A few things will happen in each round. Time will be a little bit more nebulous. First up, you hear the shuffling of many different limbs across this vessel. There's obvious movement if you just listen for a moment over the sound of your heart beating in the sides of your head. You can tell that your assailants are pursuing you. Skrit, what do you do? Screed is like pawing up backwards, reloading there as these spiders swarm after him. And kind of hearing this muffled conversation coming from behind the door upstairs is going to shout out, I'm coming, I'm coming, and going to unload one shot into the swarm boom, down the stairway. And I'll use my bonus action to use Kensai's shot, which okay. just allows me to add an additional d4 damage to this attack roll if it hits. This is against the swarm, correct? Yeah, because that's just the okay. thing that attacked me and down that's the stairs. Thing in front of you. Yep. 17 to hit. 17 is indeed a hit. Okay, I'll roll damage. Uh, with the minus as well. In there, so it's 3d4 plus 3. Ooh, nice. Ooh. 14 points of damage. Nice. Wow. Okay. 14 points of damage. Nice, you baby. shoot yeah, baby. Uh, a large bullet that ricochets off the the stairs and shatters and kills a whole bunch of them. The shrapnel sometimes. I was commenting that I fired a bullet bill out of my gun, but uh, then I will continue my turn and I will then run like hell. So okay. one, two, three. I'm out the door, see Kurzweil, and be like, Kurzweil, what are you doing? Where is uh, Orion? And gonna kind of scan the boat. I see what's you going see on. By the yeah. galley boat, fuddling with the, uh, with the lines. And I'll be like, we must help. I will go now. And uh, continue my movement. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Over to there. And I will begin helping untying the ropes. Splish, splash, splish into the water. Up to your Mm -hmm. knees as you fiddle with the boat. And as he does that, Orion just mutters to him, you know, like, those bastards have shipped off the... They're so far away now. I'm not sure we'll catch up at this rate, but if we hurry, we might have a chance. Do you hear that? Is the distant peal of thunder? I imagine is just kind of oh, so distant. Like Orion is, he's he's in a dark mood right now. So yeah. Smells like a storm. My whiskers, they feel the energy in the air. See the little rat nose bristle. And I'm gonna just be trying as hard as I can to untie from the pittons I put into the boat earlier. That's my turn. You make relatively quick work of it with the two of you now working on it. And it is in your hands. If you were to hop in this boat or let go of it, 
it now would go away. I have one more square of movement, so could I spend my last square to jump in the boat? If you would like to jump in the boat, you can. It's not much like of a drop, because remember, the side is like yeah. underwater. So yeah. I just, just want to get in, in to like maybe in. help people in. Yeah. yeah. Sure. You hop in the boat. All right. Uh, I'm going to hop into it. Boink. Great. There you go. <laughs> I hop <laughs> under it. <laughs> I'm on a boat and... Yeah, okay. Um. So... It's your turn. Yeah? Yep, that is it. Okay. Next in the order. You hear thunderous steps behind you, Kurzweil. And through the door, you can see the form of the orc making its way up. And you can hear them because they're not making any effort to conceal their movement whatsoever. Simultaneously, you hear a lot of clattering going a different direction. Um, I think I know exactly what's going to happen. And I'm not <laughs> excited for that thing to happen. Yeah. Then let's <laughs> roll here. Let's see who's next in the order. Okay. You hear some more thumping. It's muted. It's definitely a couple of decks below you, but there's some thumping going on. Oh, no. And then... Do, 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 do. Uh, Orion, you're nearby. Make me a perception check. Okay, well, let's see if I get three nat 20s on my perception um, in this session. What? No. Ooh, no. That's no. Crazy. Yo, that's wait, crazy. what? Can I, can I roll that? It's got to be broken. Roll, like, that has to be busted. There's no... I don't know. What are the chances what? that three nat 20s in a, in a perception checks in a roll? You have I mean, rolled wait, you... other things, right? No, have, three yeah, nat 20s I... in a row. Just... Can you roll just rolled... to confirm, just for fun? What? You can roll another check I, if you want to roll another die. That's the result we're going to use. The 22. I have rolled more but, nat 20s than I have non-nat 20s in this session. This is <laughs> wild. <laughs> it's, the dice tell the story here, folks. The story is that this drunken sailor is... He's got his head on a swivel. He's, 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 he's panicking and he's paranoid. And when they're actually out to get you, it's not a bad thing. That's usually when Jackie Chan was his best in that movie. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay. so we, have, okay. we have kinetically decided that Orion is a conspiracy theorist, is what we're saying. <laughs> no, I'm going to nip that in the bud right there. So with a 22 perception, you notice that there's a form that moves under the grate that separates the main deck from the hold. It, uh, I'm just showing you where right here. Uh-huh. And it's moving this way. You see it go and it's under you. They're trying to pincer you guys. Pardon the pun. Okay. <laughs> you Ouch. did that on purpose. Oh. <laughs> I, just took, I just took a D4 damage from that joke. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They're, whatever he said to the crabs, yeah. they're going one way and he's going the other. Or at least All the right. big ones are going way and he's Orion going just shouts back, Kutzvile, hurry! We do not have much time! These legs are only so long. <laughs> and on that note, it is Kurzweil's turn. Okay. So I look back at the 
uh, orc, and I say, you really need to learn when to quit, bud. I'm leaving. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> five, ten. Uh, I've slammed the door as I leave there. You slam the door. Okay. Reason. Boom. It's five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Into the boat, and I'm going to hold my action to cast Eldritch Blast at mm. anything that comes into sight first. Okay. Anything not your friends comes into yes. sight, you're going to blast them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and that's I think going to do it. Let me just double check. Yeah, that's going to do it. Okay. Next in the order. You guys are almost all on the boat. But before you can quite all manage to get on there, Orion is looking around. He yells about how the the soul of winter is, is gone and, and is not coming to get you. Or at least it's so far enough away that you wouldn't even be able to signal them to come get you. They've put up the hazard flags and there's a storm brewing on the horizon. And you hear thump, thump, crash. And you know that sound because you've been dreading it. They've broken through the barrier below. And you can't see what's going on down there, so you don't know how long it's going to be until oh they God. get to you. Okay. The ghasts surge out of their confinement. I believe next in the order that you are aware of is Orion Shunter. Okay. Yeah. Um, all present and accounted for. All hands inside the ride at all times. He is hopping in the boat and like, let's get the hell out of here. Okay. Um, yeah. We zipping, we zapping. At that moment, the water below the ship begins to roil. Oh, come now. Bubbles yes. start rising up all around you, and the water heaves under your small vessel, moving it about five feet off from the hull. And first, it's just one. Snaking from below the surface of this disturbed water, a tendril with teal skin and a milky goopy undercarriage covered in suckers a giant <laughs> tentacle comes out and wraps itself around the side of the ship followed by another and another and another and a kraken or at least some form of octopus attacks the vessel Okay, what oh, the fuck? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next okay. in the order, top of round five. Oh, Maybe tiny boat is not the best idea anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Guess who? Guess who has a twenty-four Out of the frying pan into the, the fire? Yeah. Guess who's a twenty-four <laughs> on the initiative count? The crack. The octopus. Oh, 
god. Oh. <laughs> and it is going to go first. Let me look at the stat block for this creature here. Oh, oh, let's 14. check it out. Whatever. Let's go to the stat blocks, Let's go to the stat block, folks. Um, you see the weather formation here on the storm front coming in uh, with minor chance of octopi. First tentacle coming in right nearest you. The, the nearest one is just going to try to slam down onto all of you. Say cool. Um, okay, make me everyone make me a dexterity saving throw. I don't, I don't know how to do that, Ben. Nah, you click on the button or you roll one d twenty and oh, add your dexterity modifier. Nice job, team. Believe your shit. We are. We do be. We do be proficient, except for curse vile. But I rolled yeah, the highest you. still. Yeah. So. Okay. So what, is the, what are the results here? Nineteen for Scurry. Eighteen for okay. Orion. And twenty-two for Curzwile. Okay. And you guys just you see this tentacle come slamming down, and it wraps around your boat, but you all move out of the way in time and take no damage, and no one is thrown from the vessel. Damn. It retracts and raises itself up in the air again, preparing for another strike. Next, you see all of the tendrils around this vessel, the large vessel that you were exploring moments before, begins to wrap and constrict themselves around it. And you can see that the area of water that uh, you first waded into, the pool on the side, gets a little bit wider and a little bit deeper as the ship begins to sink below the waves ever so slightly. Okay. Then we're gonna go and do some housekeeping here. Would the tentacles count as the thing I would have shot? Uh, sure. Do you want to use that? Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. bad. Yeah. You want to shoot the tentacle? Yeah. Go for it. Definitely. Seems quite unfriendly, considering. <laughs> Thirteen to hit. Um, that is. You see the energy just arcs into the tentacle, and it seems like your puny magics do not affect it. <sighs> okay. A chunky okay. boy. Um. All right, making sure I'm getting everything right here. Should we just, I mean, okay, this is really isn't a suggestion, but should we just like just jump off the boat and start swimming? <laughs> like, I don't so know. How, how fucked up is our little boat right now? Quite fucked it's up? It's not fucked up. It's not fucked up. It's not fucked up. Oh, it didn't okay. It did any damage. Okay. So we could, so we could technically still shove off and try to escape this thing, this whole predicament D does it look like really quickly does it look like the kraken octopi boy thing girl uh is doing damage to the big ship like crushing mm -hmm. it? it it just wrapped around it in the last six seconds it's hard to tell okay um it is pulling it a little bit it seems like but that's natural if you were to put a bunch of weight on something right yeah you're right, you're right. Okay, so I did a bunch of things behind the scenes there. <laughs> Next in the order is round five, Screet Claw Jaw. All right. 
I feel like there kind of has to be a little bit of table talk here, just a touch. I think then you should do it. Yeah. Uh, Enlighten us. What talk do you people really think is going on? Like, what, what do you like? Because I'm a little bit unsure. Like, I think kind of like in line with what Skrit is thinking as well is like, what is the safest place to be at this point? Like, maybe it's in the little boat, but maybe it's not in the little boat. Yeah. It is very hard for me to tell at this point, because, like, I wonder if, like, going into a storm while there's a kraken in a little boat just means we're definitely going to (laughs) die. Whereas, like, me, (laughs) we can jump back onto the big boat and, uh, you know, not die. (laughs) At least maybe (laughs) this is a, like, this is a kind of a magical boat or something, right? It's got, like, some mystery. And yeah, I think maybe like, you know, like Orion's been, you know, as you can tell between the face crab and now he's like, he'll definitely flop between fight or flight, depending on what seems to has the highest success rate, survival rate. And as you said, um, I think trying to flee on this little boat, given the current conditions might suddenly be like a very bad idea. <laughs> Orion, I think Orion could be very easily convinced to like hop, hop back on and try to try to establish some sort of like defensible position where the three of them just kind of like stick together and just weather whatever the hell is going on now because it sounds like nobody has any idea yeah whatever the weather yeah. all right so then screet is then going to kind of like do it do a cursory look around get get a bit of that vibe that you like maybe look down at our boat that isn't like severely damaged but like you know like yeah. maybe it's smushed to like one of our backpacks or something like that yeah Maybe somebody brought their pet starfish with them, and that starfish is <gasps> more like no. it seemed like it was more trying to grab you than it was trying to right. break the boat. If that makes sense. Okay. You know? Looks very small. Unsafe. Is going to do the Scooby Doo thing and jump up into the air and and just run back onto the big boat if you can. It's like if five I'm feet able. away. You can just make. Yeah. I, I'm going to say make a DC five athletics or acrobatics check here. So I can't fail. Don't roll a one. Okay, so there you go. You jump and you, yeah. you're fine. Boink. Uh. Some other characters might be able to fail that hard. <laughs> Not straight claw jaw. All right, um, so I jump there, and then I want to... Uh, <clears throat> Do I see him? Because like, there's nothing on the deck right now, right? Except um, Through the door, the you pretending. see that the orc is, is still making his way up. Okay, is the orc looking at me? I want to try to like make a stealth check. He's, he's, he's like, okay, go ahead and make a stealth check, and I'll tell you if he's looking at you. Any stealthers in chat? A average. It's an eleven. <laughs> okay, you don't see his eyes. In fact, he looks like he's bracing himself against the railing as he crests the top of the stairs right. as the vessel sort of heaves a little bit because there's a kraken attacking it. There's a kraken attacking, and uh, Skreet is going kraken. to then go. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm gonna go on top, up the stairs. Okay, so then that would be this map over here, the quarter deck. Oh, cool, yeah. Uh, so seven, and how, it's like 10 feet tall? Um, It's 20 feet. Each, okay. Each deck is 20 feet. Seven, eight, boat, big, big nine, boat. 10. Huddle against the, the, <laughs> the steering wheel here and reload my okay. gun with my back to the to the to the things like oh. oh i'm sorry it is Calm. 10 feet it is 10 feet not 20 feet um okay the the cargo hold is a 20 foot thing every other deck is 10 feet yeah okay so i'm just reloading my gun back to this wall and um i will ready in action hmm, actually will i 
I have like a weird idea here. I like where your head's at. <laughs> I will not ready an action. Okay. What so are then you can I can I double so the back of the boat? Can I double move over here and take a look at the down at the back of the boat? Can I see what's yeah. down here in the back? Yeah. You look down at the back and there's no obvious holes or anything. It's blackened wood from ages at sea not being cleaned and maybe perched on some rock somewhere as it decayed and never got lacquered or varnished or painted again. Um, you see down from the top of the quarter deck, you see all the way down to the cargo holds. So that's three decks below you worth of windows. One of those typical On back, back ends of a big ship, you know? Okay, I'm going to use my climber's kit and strap myself in and jump over the edge. <laughs> I love it. Okay. <laughs> so you, you repel over the backside, you strap yourself, and then we see you tie off to the mast here. Mm -hmm. Or to the to the railing or something. Yep. And, mm -hmm. and down over the edge, stealthy-like. Zoop. Okay. Make me again a climbing check, acrobatics or athletics here. So make sure you okay. do this real good. 21 acrobatics. You do fine. Let's fine. Where do you end up? Because you, you're, you fall pretty fast, so where do you yeah. want to wind up? Um, I want to wind up at the cargo hold. Back down at the where the lower deck and the cargo hold sort of dips into the water. And yep. uh, I'll say you also see, as you're coming down, a couple of tendrils rise up and start grasping on the deck next to you. Okay, can I see into the cargo hold through a window? There's actually no windows into the cargo hold because it's usually a little bit below water. Okay, so then wh wh what's the lowest window that would be? The lower decks. Okay, the so then that's, that's where I want to... I kind of want to end up stealthily looking into the window on the lower decks as well. Okay, you lower yourself to the lower deck and you're hanging this rat person with a gun and a flail. It's hanging on a rope off the back of this ship that's been around for a bit too long. And you see inside see the, the windows, and you see inside? the following. There are three ghasts moving about the deck, looking for any signs of life. And they're just like, their tongues are out sniffing. And uh, I'll actually show you guys a handout here of the ghasts, so you can see what you see exactly. Wow. Oh, cute. They have football player necks. <laughs> they, they have football player necks, and they have a tongue that goes a little wow. bit too far. Okay. They do not have football player tongues. You see three of them. You wonder where the fourth one is. You can't quite see it. I do. Um, I'm just going to, I mean, I, that's the end of my turn, I think. I've done a lot. Okay. Just hanging right. down here. You're hang hanging there off the rope. Mm -hmm. Love it. Next in the order after Skrit is the Orko. And the Orko is going to step one, two, three, four, five, six, out onto the main deck, looking at Kurzweil and Orion. Skurit, you can't see this. I sure can't. <laughs> and he's going to look just enraged and not crabby you killed royal you stole the emperor 
You will die. And don't the emperor. Going... What the fuck <laughs> It's the name of the vessel. The emperor oh. of the waves. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, <laughs> well, we're not even on it anymore, really. <laughs> I mean, from him, he feels like you stole it, and he is going to reach down at his sides and then wrench his arms together and smack his staff against his crab claw, and he's going to summon a flaming sphere. Dick. Not cool. Let me see if I can find a fucking flaming sphere. Why is it what's, he, what, what's he gonna do with it? Just yeah. show it off? Like, hey guys, check it out. Now I'm gonna shame you with how cool my sphere is. Look ah, at exactly what he's gonna do. Ponder my orb. He's gonna drift. Around the deck. So I'm gonna hit right there next to you guys. Oh, Between sick. Kurzweil and Orion. In the water? To the boat. It's hovering, Jack, above the water. I thought um, I was gonna like boil the water and make some nice no, uh, octopus no. stew. That would be tasty, but that's not what's <laughs> happening at the moment. Um, so that's going to be his movement, that's going to be his action. And then as he conjures this fireball, illuminated by the fire of the spell, He's going to say the following. Mighty Carcassonne, give me your strength. And if you do not see me worthy, then take me and these bold fighters down into your sweet embrace to the depths of the seas. And then bonus action, he's going to collide it with you guys. Dick. Um, so that's going to be against, I think, Kurzweil's in the front. So, yeah. Um, that's going to be a hit with the flaming Spironi. That's going to be 2d6 damage. Right? Am I doing this right? Or yeah, you need to make a dexterity so. saving throw. Right? Ooh. I'm doing this wrong. I shouldn't have rolled an attack. Flaming oh, spear, okay. Right? Ooh. Is that right? I'm Are you right? If, yeah, if you As move the sphere into action, a creature, I can yes. that creature must make a saving throw so, against the sphere's damage. Scratch what I said about it being a hit. Okay. It could be a miss still. Make a dexterity saving throw to save for half of this 2d6 damage. I'm... Oh, God. It's a nine. Yeah. It's not a save. So you're going to take seven points of fire damage. Okay. Okay. Then he ends his turn. Next in the order, a ghast that you can see, Che, goes one, two, three, four, five, and six, and winds up basically at the top of the stairs going upstairs. Uh, then Kurzweil. Okay. Jeebus. Uh, not going <laughs> yes. great. Um, so. Farts. Alright. Uh, I guess I will jump back onto the boat. So that's acrobatics, he said? Yeah, acrobatics or athletics. DC 5. Twenty. Twenty will do. Okay. Jump plop back onto the deck. 
You're up to your waist in water. Uh, if is that tentacle gonna get an attack of opportunity on me if I try to leave? The tentacles actually seem like they're preoccupied grabbing the ship. They haven't made any attacks against any monsters that you've seen. Okay, so 10, 20, as I can get. Um, okay. And I will Eldritch Blast at the Orc. Eldritch Blast. Oh, I, so I see. So if you can't have it, nobody can. That's not real fair. <laughs> okay. True. Chris <Three>. Wild <laughs> makes sense. Oh, I need to make a constitution saving throw because the Flaming Sphere. Isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. No, if, if you end your turn, end. right? Yeah, I think it's ending because it's starting to be No, sorry, concentration because I got oh, damage taken and I have hex oh, and I just hit yes, him. Yeah, concentration. Got it. Yes, you, you save for concentration. Good. All right, so I hit him with a 23, I believe. That is going to be a hit. Yep. Okay, that will be 5 plus a d6. Ooh. Six, Ooh, 11 six. damage. 11 Yay. damage against Very the nice. Orco. Three force, two fire, six necrotic. Okay. As I always say. So good. As I always say. Yep. You, um, <laughs> you see, he's not doing so well. He's just not. He's leading. If you promise to call off your Kraken, I won't murder you. He says... He looks around, panicked at the tendrils, and he says, Uh, Karkinazard deems this is our end. He is not mine, this beautiful beast. Wow. Ah, great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this guy has a turn. tentacles. It's okay. It's all right. All right. Um, all right. Next in the order. Make sure I get this right. Yep. Che, you see surging out of the door from the chamber beyond where the gases are a creature like you saw before part man, part crab. A little bit more advanced in its transformation, maybe, than the orc. I'll put uh, an animation of it on the screen here. <laughs> and this is weird. Yes, it is. And it reaches out and attacks the ghast. And that's going to be a hit against the ghast with a big crab claw. Wow. Wow, indeed. Uh, <laughs> gas. Gonna take some damage. Just gotta make sure I'm doing this right. Okay. And then it reaches out while this thing is pinned by its first claw and makes a second attack with the other claw. And that is going to be a miss with that second attack. Okay. 
Um, unless I'm gonna read one thing, sorry. Doing that thing where I attack myself and take everyone's time here. Um, that always up, does feel very silly. Yeah, it does, but it's important <laughs> for the thing. Uh, yep, okay, that's it. Next in the order, moving things right along here is Kurzweil. No. Nope, I just went. Kurzweil just. Oh, so then, sorry. Next in the order, I believe, here is another ghast. This one here goes one, two, three, four, five, and then six winds up. Let me. Uh, six winds up here. Double moves. Seven, eight, nine, and ten. And winds up right next to the orc. So Kurzweil, you see, he doesn't see it. Behind him, a ghast is running up right at him. Oh, yes. The orc. <laughs> uh, Wait, tell him. The order in which you guys <laughs> did these things, is, as you can see now, is very important. Um, yes, I'm so happy. If you hadn't gone down into the hatch, if you hadn't gone over to the door, and if you hadn't shot your gun, and all these things add up. Okay, so it dashes over. It ends its turn. Orion Shunter, you are up. Oh, sorry. And also, you see one more thing. As Orion, your turn begins... You guys see that there is a giant decapod moving its way out from the door in the forecastle onto the deck. Cool. They finally made it. <laughs> Started from the Pinsome. bottom. Move. Now they're here. <laughs> so um, is this crab named Drake? Is <laughs> Does um. From like from Orion and Kurtzvall's perspective, does it look like is it obvious this gas is aggressive towards the orc? Like he's he's not just coming to say, hey, how's it going, man? But like he's coming to like he's on he's out for blood. Yeah, he looks like he's about to murder him. He's he's, he's licking his lips. Okay, cool. Um, because that would definitely affect if Orion thought he was getting backup or if this is just turning into an absolute clusterfuck. Um so seeing and so and he also sees this giant crab come out of the um yeah, the the what is that? What the front side? The the bow, like the, out of the bow section. Yes, the bow of the ship. Yep. Okay. Well, I guess seeing all this going on and realizing, I guess we're, I guess fl- we tried fighting, didn't work. We tried flighting, it doesn't work. Let's try fighting again. It's kind of like we're trying to put put a USB thing in, and like it doesn't work. Even you have to flip it over th- like two, three times. So he's gonna see the crab coming in uh, from the bow, and he's just gonna shout out, um, "Watch out, Kutsmo!" And with that, he's gonna actually he's gonna run up to engage. Uh, so see. One, two, three, four, and he's just gonna go for two unarmed strikes. Um, off just one off attack. So uh, here we go. Oof, eight first one's an eight to hit. Miss. All right, and second one is a fourteen to hit. Against the giant crabby, giant crabby boy. A hit. Okay, sweet. Oh, my computer's taking forever to roll those dice. Okay, that's a four bludgeoning damage. Okay, four bludgeoning damage. 
Got it. Yep. Crap. And that is his tree. Yeah, he's like, all right, okay, crap. Like, people are, people are, people we don't know are fighting other people we don't know. So let's just get in and start fighting the other, other people we don't know. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Big brawl on the deck. We got crabs. We got a kraken. We got a flaming sphere. We got a kobold, a drunk guy, an orc, a, a ghoul. It's just nuts in here. <laughs> uh, a drunk guy. A drunk guy. <laughs> Next in the order. End of round five, Kurzweil. I believe. No, okay. Kurzweil does again. It is the beginning of round six now. At the beginning of this round, everyone needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, shit. Oh, come on, Kraken boy. How? Can I ask a question? Yes. How far down am I on the side of this boat? You are. Like hanging on a rope. Down two decks, so you are down 20 feet and some change. Okay. Okay. Go ahead and make that dexterity saving throw and then tell me the result. Yeah. A nine for little old me. Okay. And a 12 for Orion. And an unnatty 20 for me. Very interesting. 12, 9, and 20. First, we'll deal with the 20. The whole boat shakes as the tentacles tighten its grip around this vessel. You brace yourself, Kurzweil, and you do not fall over. The 12. Surprising. From Orion. You also... Brace yourself and try as hard as you can to not fall over. And you succeed and you remain upright. Ooh. Excellent. The rumbling of the ship continues and the deck jerks about to and fro like a Star Trek episode from the original series. <laughs> and your rope swings back and forth, back and forth, and it slips from your grasp. Oh, no. And you fall into the water. As you fall, a board clips you on the side. And Ow. you take three points of bludgeoning damage on the way down. So how far do I how far do I fall? You were about fifteen feet above the water. Okay. Okie dokie. Okay. That was the top of the round. Continuing here. I know it's just like forever initiative. That's just how this adventure is going to be at the moment. Awesome. Top of the round. It's the octopus's turn. Let's see what it does here. Um... So yeah, the ship rocks back and forth, rocks back and forth, and at the top of the round, it ends its turn, having the ship rotated 30 degrees to the other direction. Damn! So I'm not going to get rid of the water right now because it's too complicated, but that is now high up in the air, and this is down in the water. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Continuing on. 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Another gasp streams out of the door as the one that first arrived readies itself to take a big bite out of this orc. A crab of medium size busts its way out from underneath the giant crab. It's got blue skin, but it's not quite reached maturity yet. And it is going to attack Orion. How oh, dare it! Get out of here, little crab. 18 on the die. That's a hit. What's one bludgeoning do? damage? <laughs> Damn. Really? Snip. Yeah, what? one bludgeoning oh. damage. Just nipped my ankle. Not okay. Not okay. okay. <laughs> next in the order. The giant one next to you takes two big steps into the middle of the, the ship and then snips at you, Jesse. Do it. What's your armor class? 15. That's a hit. Come at me. <laughs> it was getting intense, you guys. Okay. 1d8 plus 3 damage. Coming in here. 8 damage. Bludgeoning okay. damage. You are gra grappled. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> no need to get clawsy. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, that's its turn. Next in the order. One, two, three, four steps. A humanoid with crab features surges out next to the two monsters that just attacked Orion and goes in for a killing blow, hopefully. Rolls a natural six and misses. Snip, snip. Okay. Second attack. That is a total to hit of uh, 14. Yeah, so close. But I think I imagine Orion just like flailing his legs like. Just uh, okay, you get away. out of the way. And this this human is somewhere inside this creature, a human face, and it's snipping at you with his crab claws, and it's just horrifying. Next to the order, it is Skrit's turn. And hold on, before you do anything. Holding. At the start of your turn, make me a DC 10 dexterity saving throw to... Actually, never mind, you're not on the ship. Scratch what I said. You're in the water. What do you do? Well, I mean they dex save anyways, but um, I'm going to climb up the side of the boat. Climb, climb, okay. climb, climb, climb. DC 5 climb check. Automatic for you? Yep. Okay. Come up. All right, How so far difficult, up? difficult terrain, so double movement. So I'm going to spend six squares of movement to get back up to the window that I was at. Tell me, walk me through the math here. So, so at, when you're climbing, your terrain. Speed, yeah, your speed, mm -hmm. and it's 15, I thought, 15 feet. So that would be three squares normally. So just double that. So it's to the window squares. of the lower deck, correct? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So I'm just climbing back up to that window. Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant to the to the up top. No. So no, no, no. lower deck, yeah. You yeah. climb back up to here. Mm -hmm. Let's put your token there. Whoops. Okay. Um, does it look like this window opens? Yeah, it's it's you you can climb in if you'd like. Okay, I want a stealth check. Try to climb in and just slip down the ladder. All right, make a stealth check. Okay. Oh, seventeen. 
that's a success. The Edder crab in here seems with its gaze fixed on the staircase. It's trying to make its way up. All right. And so and there's behind it also you can see there's a mad dash of little crabs following in its wake. So can I register really quickly as I'm like somersaulting through this window how far how far of a fall it is to the to the bottom of this ladder? It's, it's 20, 20 feet. feet. 20 feet into three feet or more of water. Okay. You would be fine so, if you jumped it. I'm gonna jump it then, just try to fall okay. down into it. Oh god. You see one thing before you just at the bottom of the ladder. This guy. It's uh, one gap is still there. Can I try to fall on top of it? <laughs> just fall right sure. up. Sure. For the rule of cool, this is an action movie here right now, you guys. So, yep. yeah. You jump okay. on top of him. Roll to Walk. attack. Okay, I mean, I'm, I really don't. Can I just like roll to, can I Aikido roll off of him? Just like bonk into him and just keep rolling? See, I, I granted your first thing. Let's resolve that first thing. Roll to attack, jumping on top of this okay. guy. See how, sure. how it turns out. Um, with a like unarmed attack, bonk. 15 yeah. to hit. Okay, you land right on top of him, and he takes like near maximum damage. Yes. From this. Cool. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, can I? Uh, I'm gonna be down there now. Then, so can I uh, see what's up? What's up? Thing down here. Yeah. Tire down stairs. Okay. So or how down, much? Move, uh, how uh, much movement? Hmm? How much movement would you say that I've used so far? Since I used six squares going up the side of the boat. You climb. Fifty. Yep. That's six squares up the boat. So yeah. Then you climb. Mm -hmm. Then the Then you okay. jumped down. Come out loud for free for free. You just, you okay. just fell down the ladder. Yep. So you Back have to do seven squares of movement. Okay, seven squares of movement used. Okay. Um. No, this is this is tough. I have fucking gas. On <laughs> Escape. I love it. Nice. It makes that noise at you. Isome Screet. I'm going to blast him, I guess. I'm going to bonus action. Down. I'm going to bonus action. Uh, just uh, fucking Ken size focus thingamabob and try to shoot him with my with my gun as I like right myself. And you reach for it. And click, click, it's all wet. Oh, come on. I succeeded on my dexterity checks. <laughs> Into three feet of water, Jay. I'm f I'm four foot eleven. Wait, I mean, Screet also did fall so to the ocean. you hold it over yeah. your head? Like when oh, that's true. True, 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 true. I see what you're saying. Okay. Um. So it doesn't... Yeah, firearms don't work underwater. Okay, so it is out of commission. So can I just double move then instead? Yeah, you can okay. spend your to dash, Seven, I believe. Eight, provoking that attack of opportunity. Nine. Yep, so I'll leave. Okay. Eleven on the die. Gasts. Their attack bonus is a plus five. That's that hits. Sixteen to hit. Okay. Eight. That's going to be talking about here. 
12 points of slashing damage. Holy god damage. That's some good rolls. Are you up That's still? That's a lot of damage. I am still up. Yes. yes. Make me a DC 10 constitution save. Fuck. 11. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Okay. You feel your blood run cold as this thing rakes your back. And you freeze up for a second. But you're not paralyzed. Oh. Okay. <laughs> So it is difficult to rain down here still, right? It certainly is. Three feet of water with debris sloshing around. So uh, then 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Can I try to... Movement. Yep. Can I try to bash open this crate? Can I ask you what your movement speed is normally? It's 20 when I'm double moving. 20 squares. No, I don't want to know squares. when you're double moving. But, so so when, what's your movement speed? 10, 10, oh, it's uh, 50 feet. 50 feet. So you have a, like the double move, 100 feet of movement. Yes. So you went up, which was 30 feet of movement, yep. 15 feet up. Yep. You went in, moved 35. another 5 feet, 35. You fell down, and then you traveled 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Uh, yep, which is another... Uh... 10, 10 when 10, I go to that 30. square, right? Yeah. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. That so does I, add up. With 100 feet, yeah. you can get quite far. I just wanted to make yeah. sure we were doing it right. Yeah. Okay. I think I have two squares left. Okay, so you make it after getting hit by this horrible undead creature. You splish and splash, and we see in the darkness here this rat creature makes it to this box and behind his shoulder this creature with a big long tongue is like and gearing up to come towards you what do you do you've, you've a bonus action left i think uh, uh can i interact with this object with the crate and try to open it yeah 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 you, I open try to open it. you peel away the rotted wood and inside is a box that can i grab the box you can try I, I reach in and I grab it. <laughs> What's your strength score? Uh, this well, is what this is about. 12. 12? Let me share with you guys a little handout here about moving this box. <laughs> we, we are just <laughs> incapable as a party to move this box. <laughs> the thing is, you are capable as a party. Why don't you, someone, walk us through here. I'll show you this handout. Someone read this out loud to us. Moving Abrex treasure. The metal treasure box is bulky and hard to handle. Once the Elder Octopus attacks and the ship is pitching and fl flooding, the box becomes difficult to move. One or two characters can try to carry the box. A character can use an action to pick up the box or pass it to someone else with a successful DC-12 strength check. On a failed check, the character drops the box. How fast someone moves the box is based on their strength score, as shown on the table below. If two characters carry the box, the total of their strength scores determines how fast they can move. And then there's a table. Okay, so, so I get 12, like, um, right? Yeah. Yep. So you can move the box with a penalty of minus 20 to your speed. Minus 20 feet per round. Okay. Oh my god. I'm going to move there. Okay. And then. Take a step around the side of the box. Splish, yeah, splash, I want to move black. there, and then I'm going to try to yeah, like again, another lift, step around the side of the lift box. the box out of the chest as I'm doing it, and like heave it onto my back yeah, like, as I'm running by. Heave it up onto your back. This huge, 
ornate blue metal box that looks as if, compared to the rest of these things, it hasn't aged a day. Uh, and I think that is all I can do. Okay. We're going to come to a good end point here, you guys. Okay. Next in the order, after Skarit Clawjaw, is the orc. He's going to turn around and Kurzweil, you're not in direct combat with any of these creatures right now. You see his eyes go wide as these two undead monstrosities loom behind him. And he fumbles and stumbles backwards, spending his entire turn disengaging to get away from the ghasts. And he goes one, two, three, uh, whoops. Four, five, upstairs, six squares away. As he clambers his way up onto the quarter deck in the aft of the ship. Next in the order is ghast number two. Ghast number two. Where are you? Gas number two. Gas number two. Come on down. One. <laughs> yeah, one. Two, three, four, five, six. It pushes its way past its brethren and shoulders out into the main deck. There's three of them up here now. And then it's going to see that it can't quite make it to anybody and attack this turn. So it's going to barrel forwards towards Kurzweil. One, two, three, four, double move and get next to you. Um, next in the order is giant decapod number one, who is going to reach and with Orion in its clutches already is going to make an attack with advantage to crush you. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> Fucking good luck, bud. <laughs> 13 on the die. This giant... Tetrapod, sorry, Decapod here has a plus three. That's a 16 to hit. That hits. Okay, crushing damage. You do. My mistake. This creature cannot crush. It's a normal attack. So it's a 15 a hit. That still hits. Okay, it's a normal crab attack. The phase crab could crush. Um, the giant crab here is going to simply do 1d8 plus 3 damage. Snip, snip. That is 8 points of bludgeoning damage to Orion. Okay. Orion's kind of pulpy over here. He's still, pulpy, <laughs> but still up. He's still up. He's still up. Okay, next in the order. Coming to the end. Gas number two. No. Did gas number two. Edder crab number two. Same thing. Attacks come in against Orion. Uh, it's a miss on attack number one. And a miss on attack number two. Snip, snip. Ooh. This thing sucks. Uh, <laughs> next up. Harsh. Kurzweil. 
Okay, well, I had a plan, but it ran away. Um, damn. Um, um, the uh, one last thing, sorry, I forgot. As a bonus action, after uh, the orc disengages, he slams the fire into the ghasts, which takes some oh. fire damage. Oh, stand. Go ahead. Okay, well, shit. Well, shit, indeed. Um. Has the one in front of me looked like it's taken any damage at all? No, it's taken zero damage. It looks intact for the <laughs> most part. Okay. I have disadvantage on melee range attack spells, right? Yeah, any, anything within that range right now is going to be disadvantage at all. Okay, well, I guess I'm going to try to stab it then. Stab away. Good, sir. Ooh. That was almost an Uh, 24 to hit. 24 is a hit. Six damage. Not bad. Not bad at all. You stab into this creature and it wails in pain or rage or just weird undeadness. It's hard to tell. Anything else on your turn here? Unfortunately, no. That'll be it. Okay. Okay. I'm going to make a big decision here. Because I'm looking into the future of this combat. I want to get a little status report. Everybody, let's go in the round. Che, start us off. What's your HP total? Three. Okay. Jesse, HP total? Eight. Eight. Oh. Gavin, HP total? 22. I did not realize that that was yeah. that bad. <laughs> yeah. I I had a feeling that it was that bad. Um, so I'm going to make a big decision here. I'm hooked on a feeling. The tendrils of this octopi constrict the ship and constrict it and constrict it and the timbers begin to snap. You feel like within a matter of moments, your way out of here, be it the little vessel or this big ship is disappearing. The whole vessel pitches again to the opposite side, and then the beast hauls up the bow of the ship dramatically into the air, sending everybody scattered to the floor, clambering on and holding on to anything like Titanic style that holds them from falling into the water. In the bilge, the chest that you're holding surges down to the very bottom and brings you with it as you clutch onto it. Thunk! And you're only a few feet away from the ghast. And then, in this one moment of almost silence as the ship's hull creaks, and with a deafening crack accompanied by the roar of the kraken, 
calamity and seawater and darkness consume you. And from there, your memories get hazy. Time passes. You're not sure how much. You remember clinging to the wreckage, clinging as hard as you could for as long as you could until blackness came. And we end our adventure today from an aerial perspective. Cursevile passed out, laying on a strange beach, face down in the sand. Only a few feet away are bodies of the various creatures aboard this craft spread with debris across the beach on the strange island that you saw in the distance. And we'll see you guys next time. Oh, baby. Goddamn. Yes, wow, what an ending. Dude, Orion's effing toast, man. He gone. I stabbed somebody.